Hello everyone, and welcome to Reading with Christine Figs. I'm your host, Christine, and I am so happy you are here with me today. In today's episode, we will be discussing The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna, and the description goes like this. In the quiet village of Caraview, Vianne Muriak says goodbye to her husband, Anton, as he heads to the front. She doesn't believe that the Nazis will invade France, but invade they do, in droves of marching soldiers, in caravans of trucks and tanks, in planes that fill the skies and drop bombs upon the innocent. When a German captain requisitions Vianne's home, she and her daughter must live with the enemy or lose everything. Without food or money or hope, as danger escalates all around them, she is forced to make one impossible choice after another to keep her family alive. Vianne's sister, Isabel, is a rebellious 18-year-old, searching for purpose with all of the reckless passion of youth. While thousands of Parisians march into the unknown terrors of war, she meets Gaetan, a partisan who believes the French can fight the Nazis from within France, and she falls in love as only the young can, completely. But when when he betrays her, Isabel joins the resistance and never looks back, risking her life time and again to save others. With courage, grace, and powerful insight, best-selling author Kristen Hanna captures the epic panorama of World War II and illuminates an intimate part of history seldom seen, the women's war. The Nightingale tells the stories of two sisters, separated by years and experience, by ideals, passion, and circumstance, each embarking on her own dangerous path towards survival, love, and freedom in German-occupied, war-torn France, a heartbreakingly beautiful novel that celebrates the resilience of the human spirit and the durability of women. This book, wow, this book is almost too much in all of the best ways. It's historical fiction, and as the description says, shows you a side of the war rarely shared, the stories of the women. Towards the end of the book, someone asks a main character, why have I never heard anything about all of this? To which she replies, men tell stories, women get on with it. That sentence towards the end of this novel sums it all up beautifully. Vianne and Isabel could not be any more different, and yet they both suffered the loss of their mother, and then the emotional loss of their father, someone who had never fully recovered from the previous war. This is the story underneath the Nightingale, the story about a complicated family that struggles with grief and expressing their emotions, a family that would rather move on than discuss the issues within, until the war comes to their doorstep ending life how they have all known it, and changing their circumstances and who they are forever. Vienne, a mother whose husband left to fight in the war, finds herself for the first time in her life having the world on her shoulders, running out of food and money and the inevitable loss of her job. Due to questioning a Nazi, she is forced to learn how to survive. Isabel, never feeling like she belonged in her family once her mother passed, has spent her life trying to find her place, So when the war comes banging on her sister's doorstep, she's ready to fight. But how do you fight in a time when fighting can get you killed? And how do you fight when they could take it out on your sister and your niece? So she does what she has always done. She runs. And in running, she finds her cause and learns to fight the war in a way that only she can. These women are beautifully written. At times you find yourself cheering on their bravery scared for their safety, and even disgusted with their behavior sometimes. But that's because they are humans trying to survive and willing to do whatever it takes to keep living. You will question time and time again while reading what you would be doing if you had been in their shoes. 
And the truth is, you will never know. We will never know what they had to experience. It's the type of story that every few chapters, I would close the book and sit in silence, processing what it must have been like to experience this world, knowing that whatever I was imagining was still far from the reality. The Nightingale is a story that sticks to your bones. It reminds you that there are many ways to make a difference, and everyone can change the world for their better, in small and in large acts, even when it's terrifying to do so. Also, I will warn you, it will leave you sitting in a puddle of your own tears. I reread the ending to prepare for this episode and found myself crying again at the reality of it all. I've added The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna to my online shop, reading with Christine Figs through bookshop.org if you're interested in purchasing it. It is a book that I know I will continue to recommend to everyone, and I hope you will enjoy it, and more importantly, learn from it. And for those of you who love to read a book before it comes out as a movie or a TV show, The Nightingale is being made into a movie starring two of the most famous sisters in show business right now, Dakota and Elle Fanning. Being sisters themselves, I think they will do an amazing job with the story underneath it all about the family and the complications that naturally run within it. I can't wait to see it. Now, onto the art portion of this episode. Keeping with the theme of strong women, I recently watched the documentary Pamela, A Love Story, available on Netflix. The description for the documentary is, in her own words, through personal video and diaries, Pamela Anderson shares the story of her rise to fame, rocky romances, and infamous sex tape scandal, and it is available on Netflix. In the first 10 minutes, you realize that this woman has experienced more trauma than anyone should, and yet she's there telling it to you with a smile and a giggle, and you can't help but wonder, has she lost her mind along the way somewhere? Or did she realize that it's all just part of her story and it's better to laugh than cry? She even says at one point, looking back, it's funny. In the moment, you're horrified. And you can't help but think of all the people in the world who feel the same way about their stories, which of course makes her then feel incredibly human. While watching, I found myself wanting to protect her, but also bowing down to her grace and ability to overcome. She's a hopeless romantic at, the heart, at heart and fell in love with the bad boy. And in that moment, her life and the perception of her was changed forever. She spent the last few decades healing from that hurt and finding peace, but she still believes in love. And to me, that was definitely the biggest takeaway. All right, my loves, that's all for now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and you stay tuned for the next one, where I talk about my most recent read, Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. So until next time, I hope you read. And if you can't, because that's just how life goes sometimes, I hope you enjoy some art in whatever form you find it, because when life gets difficult, it is art in all of its many forms that can hold us, heal us, and give us hope. I love you all. Happy reading.